Hello and welcome to the Making Sense with Nikhil podcast. Just a quick note before we begin today's episode. Nothing in this podcast should be considered as financial advice. If you are ever in doubt about your financial situation, please reach out to a qualified financial advisor. With that said and done, let's get into today's episode. Hi guys, you are listening to Making Sense with Nikhil. I left off in the last episode talking about active and passive investing in the stock market. But today, I would like to talk about what the hell is going on in the money world for the last few weeks. 2021 has been a roller coaster of emotions for investors. It all started with the Bitcoin frenzy where Bitcoin reached an all-time high of over $40,000. But the most interesting story has been about GameStop. You might have seen this name all over your newsfeed, Instagram and Twitter. So I figured I'd come on here and try to simplify it for you. On a lighter note, whatever Elon Musk has been tweeting about is turning into gold. For example, he made Dogecoin go up by 800% in a week. Dogecoin is a cryptocurrency which was initially made as a joke. It literally has a doggy on a coin as its logo. Starting with Bitcoin, after the pandemic hit, Bitcoin was trading at lows of approximately $4,000 and it has reached levels of $40,000 a few weeks ago. People who bought Bitcoins at that price probably got to see a 10x jump in their investments in a matter of months. So let me give you a background on Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a digital currency which works online on blockchain technology and has been gaining massive popularity lately. Basically, it's a new age currency which is completely decentralized. So no government or bank controls the supply. It can be used as an alternative to the money that you use to buy and sell things right now. Buying bitcoins has become super easy as well. You can buy them via cash, credit cards or bank transfers. When you buy bitcoins, you have to store them in something called wallets. There are two kinds of wallets, hot wallets and cold wallets. Hot wallets are connected to the internet, so your coins are stored either on the web, your phone, or your computers. Hot wallets are usually suited for small amounts of bitcoins. Bigger amounts require something more secure and offline, so they use cold wallets, which consist of paper wallets, which is literally, you know, uh, storing your information on a piece of paper, and secure hardware wallets, for example, secure USB drives and so on. More and more companies are now accepting payments via bitcoins including Microsoft. Also, a new movement has pumped oxygen into the cryptocurrency world, and the movement I'm talking about is the DeFi movement. DeFi stands for decentralized finance, which aspires to reinvent the world's financial systems. All of this sounds out of reach right now, but we cannot rule the possibility of something like this happening in the years to come. Going back to its origins, Bitcoin was invented in 2009 by a person or a group of people named Satoshi Nakamoto. Now this is not a real person or a group of people. It's just a pseudonym used by the real inventors of bitcoins who still haven't revealed their identity. It is estimated Satoshi Nakamoto owns close to 1 million bitcoins, which means as of today he she or they are worth 40 billion dollars. In total there are 21 million bitcoins, out of which 18 million of them have already been mined. New bitcoins are created and circulated through a mining process. So users in the past were able to mine bitcoins 
with their computers at home. But now the mining process uses fast servers and super fast computers which have to solve complex puzzles and mathematical problems to mine new bitcoins. And there are also companies that have invested millions and billions of dollars in setting up mining farms. But this mining process is getting slower by the year due to Bitcoin halving. Every four years, the Bitcoin rewards for the same mining process is cut by half. This means the remaining 3 million Bitcoins will take a lot longer to be mined and extracted. And it is estimated that the extraction of all 21 million Bitcoins will be completed only in year 2140. The last halving happened on May 18th, 2020. Even so, the prices didn't rise much immediately, but instead, the rise of Bitcoin started a few months later. We saw huge jumps in prices in November and December, and this was mainly fueled by institutions not only buying Bitcoins for the first time, but finally believing in the crypto world going mainstream and believing Bitcoin has storage of value. These institutions here are basically guys in investment companies with the big bucks. And now, retail investors like you and me have been getting into the crypto investment world due to FOMO, fear of missing out. And naturally, a lot of retail investors are now trying to ride the momentum of this investing wave. This has caused experts to fear that the momentum might have already gone. People who bought Bitcoins at four dollars or $5,000 are probably seeing a gain of 10x in months. But if you're trying to buy Bitcoins at the price of $40,000, it would require the prices of Bitcoins to go up to $400,000 for you to see a 10x gain like the early investors. We never know. Bitcoin's value might reach $400,000. But the chances of something like that happening look really slim in the near future. Also, the top 1,000 Bitcoin owners hold approximately 40% of the Bitcoins in circulation. These holders are usually referred to as whale investors. Even if one of them decides to sell all his or her bitcoins, the prices plunge drastically. Volatility of bitcoin prices is one of the biggest risks here. Apart from the price risks, there are also other risks with crypto too. The safety and storage of these coins is a big challenge since you can fall into traps by hackers. There have also been horror stories of people forgetting their passwords. And they've never been able to recover their bitcoins, which are probably worth millions of dollars as of today. Also, there's always an external risk of new tech product coins gaining popularity. Uh, there are currently 4,000 coins in the crypto world. So you never know which, could, which coin could be uh, the next big thing. Lastly, the government can impose strict laws against cryptocurrencies. India is currently in the news for the same and has banned use of crypto. So, in conclusion, my two cents on investing in the crypto world. If you're interested in investing, do not invest more than 2 or 3% of your net worth. You could go up to 5% if you're feeling adventurous. I think it could be a great hedge considering the potential of DeFi in the future. Plus, it's an interesting diversification to your portfolio. Moving on to the stock market, you might have seen the word GameStop a lot on your feeds, news and heard your friends and colleagues talk about it, rightly so because it made the stock market go into a frenzy. Let me try and tell you what happened and I promise I'll try my best to keep it simple. GameStop is a company that sells video games and has been struggling with sales and so much more due to the pandemic. Its stock value was just at $20 until December 2020. 
So a bunch of finance people noticed that the company isn't doing well and they expected that it wouldn't do well in the future. They expected the value of the stock price to drop below $20. Now, in the stock market, there is something you can do to take advantage of a situation like this, which is called shorting or short selling. By shorting, they are making bets if the price goes down of these stocks, these short sellers will make a bunch of money. So it's like selling a car without actually having a car. They're literally putting a bet in place where if the price of the car goes down, they make a lot of money. But if the prices go up, they will lose money. So these finance people were basically people with big, big money. They belong to billion dollar hedge funds and investment companies who have a lot of rich investors. I will be referring to them as finance guys in this episode. So just remember, finance guys means the big, big guys with big investment companies who have these super rich investors. These finance guys shorted GameStop at $20. So if the price went down to zero, they could make money in relation to the $20 difference. But when we talk about the price going up, the price could go up to 500 or 1000 or up to any infinite number, which means they can lose shit tons of money. Now we get to the fun part. I'm sure some of you guys would have heard about Reddit. It is a social media platform where people can talk about literally anything in group chats. And there was a group called Wall Street Bets. Just this group has currently 8.5 million users as of today. There's also a user called Deep Fucking Value on this group who noticed that these finance guys have heavily bet against GameStop. And if the prices went up, many of these finance guys would be in deep trouble and could even go bankrupt. So deep fucking value now rallied a bunch of retail investors like you and me to buy more and more of GameStop to increase the price from $20. So hundreds of thousands or even millions of these Reddit users started buying the stock, which made the price go up to $483 in a matter of days. That is a 40x increase in less than a week. This is probably the first time in history where something like this took place. Retail investors took on the big finance guys and make tons of money. Also, some other big finance guys took advantage of the situation and joined the bandwagon of retail investors and benefited generously. The whole situation that I'm talking about is called a short squeeze. You might have seen these two words bombarding all over your screens last week. Hopefully now you know what it means. GameStop was not the only stock which went crazy due to a short squeeze. There were other heavily shorted companies like AMC, Express, Bed Bath & Beyond and Coss. On paper, the big finance guys believe that these companies are dying with really bad fundamentals. Now the same companies have risen from the dead with their stock prices going up 2, 3, 4, 5x overnight. So a quick recap. The big finance guys were betting against GameStop hoping the stock prices to fall below $20. A group of Reddit investors got together and decided to buy GameStop to make the prices go up and they made shit tons of money while the finance guys lost millions and billions of dollars. Now, there's another reason for the prices to jump astronomically from $20 to $483. I haven't spoken about this to keep things simple, but now I will briefly explain what covering of shorts is. The finance guys initially bet against GameStop. Now the deal here is, if the prices were to go up, the finance guys would have to buy the stock to maintain their short positions. Let's just say this is how the game works. So because of this buying, there was a dual effect. The Reddit users were buying GameStop and the finance guys who had shorted these stocks were also now buying GameStop. 
the stock market felt like Disneyland on steroids. And then to add some drama to this, we saw a controversy with Robinhood. Robinhood is a trading app which most of these Reddit users were on. Robinhood had halted trading of these specific stocks, not allowing the retail investors to buy more of them. The retail investors were hurt both emotionally and financially and blamed Robinhood for supporting these billion-dollar hedge funds to reposition their stocks and cut their losses during this halt. Robinhood, the company, was started in 2013. It was inspired to enable retail investors like you and me to start easily investing with literally no fees. They were placed to be the real-life Robinhood who helped the poor by making money move from rich to the poor. They went against all their fundamentals and values, creating a negative buzz in the market. Obviously, there are two sides to each story. Robinhood CEO went on air defending why they had to do this. He claimed they had to halt these trades uh, to protect themselves uh, in such huge volatile situations. While the market has been on asset for a few days, most of what has happened is not investing. It has been a mix of trading, speculation, playing in the casino and greed. There is a difference between this sort of trading versus investing. Investing is all about long-term growth, compounding your money by setting up a systemic and consistent plan to grow your money. And most importantly, making time your best friend. 7 or 8% of returns in a year might look really boring, but if you start doing the math over a long period of time, your mind will be blown. Trust me. If you get returns of 50% overnight in a week or 6 months and it's getting you excited, then you're not investing your money. You're probably playing with your money. Just like Bitcoins, my two cents on this market frenzy. I want to remind you, I'm not a financial advisor or an expert on telling you what to do with your money. But these are just my thoughts. It is not wise to go all in with your savings or retirement funds in a situation like GameStop. If you were thinking to buy GameStop when it was trading at $300, $400 or $450, it would be like catching a falling knife. Things could have gone either way. GameStop as of now is trading at less than $70, which is 85% lower than its high a few days ago. So again, if you want to play with your money and have fun, do not exceed more than 2 or 3% of your portfolio with that. Did you notice I'm using words such as fun and play? Yes, they do not get along with the word investing. There was an investor who turned $55,000 into $11 million last week. While we focus only on people who have made shit tons of money, there is a real dark side to these news stories too. There have been people who have literally been wiped out and lost thousands or even millions of dollars. In the end, what is important is to understand if you are new to investing and you made a quick buck in the last few weeks, great for you. I'm actually a little jealous of you as well. But building these habits right in the start of your journey might do more harm than good. If you think this is how money works, making 10x consistently is never going to be sustainable. Because the quicker you rise, the harder you fall. Again, these few days have entertained investors. But for me personally, I had to remind myself of the first principles and fundamentals on investing. And a quote from Warren Buffett stuck with me throughout. Be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. Thanks for tuning in on this episode. You can check out my Instagram page at Making Sense with Nikhil and feel free to drop me a DM and let me know what are your thoughts about this. I will be back talking more about active and passive investing in the next episode. Until then, ciao!